Matt Ryan for MVP. Welcome in to Georgia Bama Coaches. As always, I'm your host, JT, hanging out down in the Guinea Grotto. With me, as always, are Lamoris and Solo. How you guys doing? It's early, but I'm good. I need my Madden player to open up the new ability. All right, so NFL kicked off this week, uh, as well as college football. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I thought I was at the game. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. First, uh, I want to get y'all's reactions to the uh, college football games. Who who thought who do you think looked really good? Who do you think looked bad? Uh, who surprised you and who met your expectations? Uh, I don't want to put too much stock into week one because a lot of teams didn't play anybody. But um, just because I know we have someone invested in this team, Notre Dame did not look like the 10th best team in the Oh, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, You know, their offense, while they did put up 27, it just looked stagnant up until the third quarter. Defensively, they looked fine. Um, They did as expected, but they should have blown Duke out, like, and put the game away by halftime. Iowa State losing to Louisiana. We we can't rank Ohio that, State anymore. That's they're 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 banned from the top twenty five when when you uh, Louisiana like that. That that kind of shocked me. And there's another team that went down. Kansas went yeah, down yeah. last night. I was oh wow, but I'm not going to put too much stock into Week One. Clemson looked as expected. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma dropped the bomb on Missouri State, you know. It kind of – the week went as as expected outside of a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to hate me. I'm not even going to sit there and lie to you. I ain't watched not a single college football game except watching Notre Dame struggle against Duke, which was highly funny. Like, I, I, I apologize. But, yeah. I, I, oh, by the way, shout out to Georgia Tech for beating, uh, for beating Florida State. I honestly wish that they could play Georgia this year just to watch the upset because, like, it feels like one of those years. But Whoa, I, so low. <laughs> you. <laughs> Bring it back in. Florida State's trash. <laughs> We understand that, yet you still found a way to lose when you had, when like, just the Calvin Johnson and a quarterback that I can't even remember the first syllable of his name. So, eh. Yeah, like, Georgia Tech should have lost that game. I mean, they've had – they had three blocked kicks, two interceptions. I mean, there's the, – when those stat, I mean, I think, like, 99% of the time when you've got that level of, of stat, those stats going on, you lose the game. They, they should have lost that game 100%. But Jeff uh, Collins be fair. building a, 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 pro, a program there that, you know, just is not quitting. 
I don't think they'll – I think they may be bowl eligible this year at, but at best. Uh, I think next year they could potentially be a 9-10 win team uh, if they keep developing, considering their quarterback is a, is a, is a true freshman. Uh, Notre Dame, yeah, defense looked solid. Uh, running game finally got together in the second half. And Ian Book looked like trash. I mean, he looked like this was his first start he ever had. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest. He's, I've never seen him look that bad before. I mean, his first game was against LSU in a bowl game, and he, he looked like a, a, a potential, uh, you know, All-American. And then – and now as a senior, he's he looks like a, like a straight scrub against a Duke defense. Like, I mean, we're not – they're not – we're not talking about playing Clemson or Alabama's defense. We're looking at Duke's defense, and and he's, he's perplexed. Uh UNC was on upset alert until about the fourth quarter, uh, which surprised me because Syracuse is Syracuse. I mean, let's be honest, they haven't been anything since Donovan McNabb was his quarterback there, and we were all in elementary school when that was that was going on. So Syracuse is always the team that can put somebody on upset alert. It's true. I remember. What year was it when they uh, went up against Clemson? Was last year. It was last year. It was two no. years ago. They, no, they survived. Two. Yeah, two years ago, they Clemson survived against Syracuse. Yeah, they all. Yeah, that one game that just that pops and they almost beat somebody, but they don't actually pull it off. Uh, Clemson is Clemson. Uh, definitely shaking the rust off with that win because they. This is midseason. They're probably beating them by fifty before halftime. Uh, Clemson's still Clemson. They're gonna they're gonna do Clemson things. Texas, you know, of course they won that game. They should have won that game the way they did. Uh, not, a, I mean, there wasn't a lot of marquee matchups this weekend for college football. So we'll kind of move on from that. Uh, we'll get into our predictions uh, as far as the NFL season, how it's gonna go, who makes the playoffs, who makes the Super Bowl, who wins that type of stuff in a minute. Uh, but, you know, we, something went down before the the opening game of the Chiefs and the Texans. Uh, Chiefs look like they're in midseason form, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, they There was no protest during the national anthem or the black national anthem. Is that what they call it? I don't I don't know. Is that is that what it's referred to as? Uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. They, they both teams chose to stay in the locker room and they came out after the fact and had standing, stood in unity. Nobody kneeled. They all just stood arm in arm, you know, as a way to show support for the issues in this country and the shortcomings in this country. And they're getting booed. I mean, and people say it was about disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the, the national anthem. But now that's not involved, then you're, you still have an issue with it. So now I think we know what everybody really has a problem with. Uh, that's the, the status quo in keeping that. What are y'all thoughts? Now, I've um, seen reports saying that the reason that they were booing is because um, when Kansas City took the field, you had um, – the Texans actually take the field right after, and they're really booing the Texans taking the field. But when they came onto the field, they all went to midfield to lock arms. 
So it was like a overlap of them booing the Texans. And that's what caused, you know, the booing for the locking arms. But either way. Um, smell a was, lot of something they, with that. Right, right. <laughs> either way, when, when you see them midfield locking arms, you know. You should stop. We all kind of know what's going on. Yeah, stop. That's it. That's the truth, know. yeah. But to me, I, I'm not going to put, I don't know. I don't know if this was just for show um, because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure most of the league, even before everything like this has gone down, we've been unified as a league. So right. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things for show that's going on, and I'm going to leave it at that. Well, um, without getting too petty, because I've been doing this all week on TikTok, I like 16-year-old kids cry, by the way. That's awesome. Um, without getting too petty, it's like, come on now. If, if the report was true, and it was just because, you know, oh, they happened to be running out on the field at the same time. Then why only have multiple angles when, like, you hear people boom, it's like, boo! Certain president 2020, boo! Like, yeah, dog, that, that's definitely got everything to do with what the hell is going on with football game. I, I had no idea that the person with the last name Trump was the quarterback for the Texans. Or a wide receiver, or a coach, an owner. But what, what what do I know? What do I know? Uh, uh, what what do we need to know? All right. So to move on from that, because we could spend an hour talking about that stuff, because that's just. But we we already know the answer to those questions, anyways. Uh, but we had to address it. Uh, we'll move on. Um, We'll move on. We'll get your. We'll get our uh, our projections for the season. Who's going to make the playoffs? Uh, we'll start with that first. Each we added a wild card. If you didn't know, uh, there's now going to be three wild card teams, so a total of seven teams per conference. Uh, Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. So what are who? Uh, Morris, we'll start with you. Who are you projecting to make it out? Of, who's going to make to the NFC playoffs? All right. I'm just going to um, go down by. The division winners first. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull for my Falcons to make it out of the NFC South, even though they're not going to make it. But I'm going to pull for them. Okay. Hopefully we're, we're, we're doing a podcast. We need to speak with our head and not with our heart, sir. Okay. So the, the Falcons have a prime Todd Gurley right now. They have the best receiving core in the NFC South. Um, no, nah. but the Saints are probably going to win. I don't I don't think the Buccaneers are ready for it just yet with Tom Brady being new. So I'm going to give the nod to the Saints. I, I feel like this is the Seahawks' year to beat the 49ers and the Rams. So I'm going to pull the Seahawks in. The NFC North is up for grabs, in my opinion. I I have no idea who's going to win that. 
I guess, the Vikings. And the Eagles will easily win the NFC East. Now, for wild cards, um, I wouldn't be surprised if two teams from the NFC South make, make it as wild cards. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, honestly, will it happen? Probably not. Or the chance is likely no. But I could, I'll see the Buccaneers making it. I see the Cowboys finally pulling off and making the playoffs somehow. And then the 49ers are going to be in as a wild card. And that's going to be my NFC teams. AFC-wise, Kansas City. Um, I like Houston this year, even though, you know, they got off to a bad start. Baltimore is going to easily win their division. And then the Patriots, the newly rebuilt Patriots, are easily going to win the AFC East. So I think the conference winners for the AFC is pretty set in stone. Now the wild cards, I have no idea. It's it's kind of a toss-up to me. Um, We'll see what happens, but those are my AFC winners. Solo, what you got? All right, let's start with the AFC East Patriots, AFC West Chiefs, AFC North Ravens, AFC South Texans. Like this is like I'm about to blow through this. Your wild cards. It's gonna make a lot of people mad when I say this. Wild cards. Okay, I'm gonna give it to the Broncos. Surprisingly, I feel like they finally put it together this year. And then my second wild card is going to piss a lot of people off. I'm going to go out on a limb, go out on a limb, and finally say that the Browns finally find a way to make a make the playoffs. I'm going oh, to I'm going to I'm giving the giving the Browns a chance. Hey, NFC East. That's easily the Eagles, even after uh, what's named Jalen uh, Hurts becomes the quarterback in Week Seven. Calling that they're gonna make that could be even better once he starts playing. Yeah, he they will be like he adds another dimension. If he plays like he home, it's a wrap. Like because he's honestly a way better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. But we'll get into that later. NFC, I think, is going to be a lot closer than a lot of y'all think. Only because I can see the Cardinals pulling out of their behinds and making it frustrating for the 49ers and the Seahawks. I still give it to the 49ers, though. I love I love Russell Wilson, but, like, it, it's about to start winding down. Jesus Christ, the North, if, you get, if the Bears actually did something of value in another quarterback, they would win this division hands down this year. However, since they don't, quarterback they're going to eventually lose even though their defense is stacked i'm going packers though i i for anybody especially the vikings kirk cousins is choke cousins all right and south there's no way in hell the falcons are going to win this there's no way in hell they're going to be tom brady the is going to win the nfc south now Wild cards. These are a lot easier. 
as much as I want the Saints not to make it, and I would much rather the Falcons be a wild card, I the Saints are definitely going to be a wild card just because. But the second wild card, however, is definitely, in my opinion, going to be of the NFC West. So I'm giving the one and then whoever doesn't win the nation out of the Seahawks or the 49ers, they get the Fair enough. So for your Browns prediction. <laughs> hey, that, that is my what's his name? My biggest prediction. Your dark horse pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give you that as your dark. That's not a bad dark horse to have. Uh, for me, uh, starting in the, in the NFC South, uh, I think the Saints are going to win it again. Um, don't get me wrong. Tampa Bay is pretty stacked, but there are also a lot of guys that are at the end of their career. Uh, so when you get down the stretch, you know, game 15, game 16, and you've been playing a lot, those older guys, they're not going to be able to finish the game just right, in my opinion. So I think – but I still think they'll be the wild card. I think it's going to be going to be uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay out of the out of the, the NFC South. Uh, as far as the NFC East, uh, I think Eagles will win it. Uh, Cowboys will probably get the wild card, the second wild card there. Um, as far as out west, uh, uh, 49ers I think will win it, uh, and Seahawks will get the wild card. They'll probably be the number one wild card, um, and then. In the north, it's you know a crapshoot between the Packers and the Vikings. Who's gonna who's gonna screw up less, in my opinion? And the one that doesn't get the win the division is just not gonna make the playoffs. They're just gonna be that short, in my opinion. Uh, just just seemed like the there's a lot of lot of lot of legitimate teams uh, there, and these guys just there's a lot of questions with both of those teams, uh, in my opinion. So, uh, recap: Saints. I think they'll be my number. They'll be the number one seed. Uh, the 49ers will be the number two seed. Uh, three seed will be uh, the Eagles. Four seed will be the winner of the North. And then it'll be the Seahawks, Cowboys, and Bucks in the wild card. Uh, AFC, uh, start with the North. Um, obviously, the Ravens. I think the Steelers will get the wild card. Um, I think in the East, I'm going to pick the Bills to win the win the division. I know that's kind of – they like their defense. Uh, I like what I see from Jared Allen. Um, picking up Stephon Diggs was a good pick up there. Uh, so, uh, the Bills, I think, definitely will get that, the, uh, win the division there, and the Patriots will get the wild card. Um, in the South, Texans, and uh, we'll get the – We'll, we'll win it, and I think the Titans have a shot of getting the wild card again. I just really like their run game. Um, and then out west, obviously the Chiefs are going to get it. Um, I don't like the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are very going to be very good this year. Uh, Josh Jacobs probably put up a lot of yards, but that's pretty much it. Uh, Broncos, um, the jury's kind of still out on them. They're, I think they're a good dark horse pick potentially to get a wild card, but uh, there's just a lot of question marks around them in my opinion. And then uh, – Chargers got a brand new quarterback uh, from an un untested conference in the uh, in the NCAA. Uh, so 
I'm kind of up in the air with him. Uh, so I think maybe next year that could be good, but uh, that's my opinion. So who do we think is going to make the playoffs, make the Super Bowl, excuse me, from each one of these playoffs? Kansas City versus well, yeah, the Kansas Buccaneers. City. Okay. I, I think the Bucks find a way to make it to the Super Bowl somehow. I don't know why, but okay. we'll see. Stola, who do you think is going to make it uh, against the Chiefs? Oh, give me a second. I'll make sure I say something. Because I'm about to think going to make it better. Give me the Ravens versus the in my perfect world. Give me the Ravens versus give me the Ravens versus the Seahawks. That, uh, that's that's what I want to see. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints uh, versus the Chiefs. Uh, part of me just, you know, they're so stacked. I like the Saints a lot, and they just, they've had so many bad breaks the past three years. Uh, I just feel like luck might roll their way this year. Uh, I, I think it's finally going to come up, you know, you know, their way to make it. With that being said, I think the Chiefs are still going to beat them in the Super Bowl. They'll make it to the Super Bowl, but they'll lose. As long I think is in the Minneapolis Vikings uniform, Drew will never win another Super Bowl. As long as who's in a Vikings uniform? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, okay. <laughs> anyway. As long as Kirk Cousins in a Vikings uniform, Drew Brees will never win another Super Bowl. Ever. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll write that down, sir. I'll jot that down. Okay. All right, so do you think uh, – of your choice of the Ravens and the Seahawks, who do you think is going to come out uh, victorious in that, that one? If that ever did happen, like there's – it's like I'm Dr. Strange. Out of 17 billion possibilities, there's only one where the Ravens come out victorious, and that has to be a perfect game. So statistically, you got to go with the Seahawks. But, you know, me, I like the underdog story. I like. I would love to see Lamar win a Super Bowl because then that, in my head, that makes him better than Vic. He's something that Vic couldn't do, even though he's already broken, like you know, the most famous Vic record. There, there it is for a quarterback. That would on the pedestal in my head above Michael Vick. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but if he can lose to a Super Bowl, it puts him above Mike Vick as one of the greatest quarterbacks. Like in history. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's on he's on my fantasy football team in one of my leagues. So I I took I, I took Lamar. He was there in the third round, and I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna drop jump on him now. He's not gonna be there in the next round, anyways. Exactly. When you look at a team that has a lot to prove that didn't perform last year, that got better on both sides of the ball. You're just like, uh. Why not them? Because that's all that happened with Kansas City. Kansas City was the year before, and they stumbled. Then they just put it all together. The team that I think this year will put it all together. Because I think that the team 
and if the people are going to say this, they're crazy. I'm crazy. I see the Chiefs with the conference championship. I just don't. I say they lose in the second round, and then it'll be the Ravens and the. I say it'll be the Ravens, and more than likely, uh, I'll Patriots in the conference championship, and then I'll give Lamar the edge Cam, even though I believe Cam will win the eight. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the experts are down on the Patriots saying they're not going to even make the playoffs this year. And, you know, I, I get it. They don't have Tom Brady anymore, but we can't deny how great of a coach Bill Belichick is, the culture he's developed there, the Patriot way. The Patriot way is still there. He's, he's still got the same OC, Josh McDaniels, who's a very good OC. He's terrible as a head coach. Yeah. He's a really good OC. I mean, it's Bill Belichick. Every time you think, oh, they're not going to do something this year. You gave Bill Belichick a black quarterback, guys. It's it's I'm sorry. That might sound mean, but you gave Bill Belichick a black mobile quarterback that can throw the ball. It's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. It's a a wrap. If he can win with Tom Brady and it's decrepit like older age, for 4,000 this year. Uh, Lamoris, you said you had the Chiefs and the Bucks. You think the Bucks are going to pull the upset off? I think they they will somehow, some way. I, I don't know why, but uh, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those years where it's mm-hmm. just some weird stuff that's going to happen in the Bucks. Oh, Bruce it. Arians are, is still, a great coach, so, I mean, I definitely think he can come up with some stuff. I mean, he, I he, mean, he got Jameis Winston to throw 4,000 yards. I mean – yeah, it's uh, not bad. Thirty interceptions, but um, when you just line, oh yeah, you gonna wind up with some yards somehow, some way. <laughs> but no, I I think this is Kansas City's year to lose. Um, honestly, like well, the one thing that they're gonna be winning for the next ten years. So I mean, uh, I don't know. About when everybody's saying years, that they're gonna but... win and win and win, that's usually when they lose. So. Yeah, I, I give them this year only because the one thing I would say that could have made their offense better last year was a run game. And if you looked at that first game, um, Edwards, Hilaire, whatever, whatever, whatever his name is, he went off. He did. Um, and that's going to make a big difference going forward for that team. Like, they, they don't have to rely on – the pass game now, even though that's a deadly pass attack, you have a run game. And I don't know what team can really stop their offense at this point. Defensively, I mean, just the Bears can't put the points to to do anything. You keep making a scrub, you're starting quarterback. Now, I'm just – I'm letting you know right now, and I don't care what anybody says, if they would have gotten Cam Newton, I'm there's there's just no way in hell that I think that that team only loses three games the entire year. I, I they would probably cakewalk through the playoffs because I mean the defense is stacked from top to bottom. All you have to do is have a competent e at quarterback to just make the right decision. 
Like legit, I feel like AJ McCarron could win a Dagum Super Bowl in Chicago right now. I don't know but how Nick Foles isn't the starter for them right now. Because Nick Foles is old and decrepit. That's literally that's the only reason why. That he's I mean, that's better, it. Still, he's still going to make better decisions. I, I believe me, I absolutely agree with you. But Nick Foles is entering Josh McCloud. Is it Josh McClown or Josh McCown? McCown. McCown, not. That territory right there, where it's like good game manager, you're too old to make those decisions, and if you go at the right time, you're more than likely going to die. So that's why we're not putting you out there unless we absolutely have to, because we're not going to be personally responsible for you getting decapitated somebody else. Other you know, than not like how Brett Favre laid on the ground unconscious when he was with the Vikings. Yeah, see, I don't want to see that. No, but no, I don't want to see that either. I don't want to see that. Not for Nick Foles. Not for somebody that's won a Super Bowl for the Eagles. Get it, get it. But I mean, nah. In all honesty, like I'm just being real. Damn you, Kareem Hunt. Because if Kareem Hunt was on the Chiefs, yes, I would tell you that they would be damn near unstoppable because they like he didn't hit a kid like legitimately. There's your run game. You got your quarterback. You have a decent. It, it, there's no way you can beat them. Like Patrick Mahomes would have to go out there and tie his ball. You can't even tie his left, his right arm behind his back because he just throw with the other arm. Yeah. So you have to send Patrick Mahomes out there to throw the ball with his head, and you might have a chance of winning the football game. But other than that, I mean, I just like, – if he was on that team, I don't see them losing. But because he's not – uh I, I really do feel like the, like the next best defense in that conference would have to be the Ravens. I mean, and I just feel like they could go with the game of attrition, plus they have the highlight, they, they have the flashy quarterback to go with the system that's built around him, even though one of us doesn't believe in systems being built around people or people being systems that's neither here nor there, you know. But, like, I just think that they have the best chance in order to – to dethrone them before they even get there. That, that's just them and the Patriots. That, that's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. So we'll take a brief break, come back, uh, talk uh, about a more serious topic, uh, and then we'll get into the uh, reaction to the NBA playoffs and end with the petty moment of the week. Oh, I got three of those. You guys stay right there. You guys stay right there. We'll be back in just a minute. Please follow us on Twitter at GeorgiaBamaSees and tell your friends that whatever podcast provider they subscribe to, they can find our podcast. to Georgia Bama coaches. Thanks for sticking with us. I also want to make an announcement that we have, we have reached over 100 listens to our podcast. So thank you for staying loyal. Tell your friends about us. Thank you. 
and we are looking for sponsors. So if you want to, if you want to get the word out to our 10 plus followers, let us know. We'll talk about your business. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit more serious uh, situation here. Um, am I wrong? Is this, is this uh, mental health awareness month? Or is I, I mean, it is. I mean, if you ask Skip Bayless, it may not be. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, Might just be ment mental health is a very serious and legitimate thing. And it's one of the few things in this world that doesn't actually discriminate. Uh, doesn't matter your race, your age, your gender, your socioeconomic class. It's, it's, a, it's a legitimate thing. It doesn't matter how great your situation seems from the outside. If you've got a mental disease, it's going to legitimately affect you. Um, and we're talking about this because Dak Prescott brought it up recently. Um, prayers to him and his family. Uh, his his brother uh, took his own life uh, due to his struggles with being in isolation because of the coronavirus. Um, and Zach Prescott also already lost his mother to cancer, so he's going through a lot. He talked about how this has affected him and his, uh, his mental health, um, you know, and what caused him to struggle with it. And then Skip Bayless came out and said that he sounded weak. Um, this is completely, in my opinion, tone-deaf situation. Um, I don't know what y'all's experience is with mental health, uh, but I've had points where I've had severely bad mental health. I had a friend in high school commit suicide, and we had no idea he was going through anything. Um, so this is a legitimate thing, and it has nothing to do with being weak, in my opinion. Uh, but what are y'all's thoughts on it? I'll, I, this is something I could talk about for two hours, but what, what do you guys have to say about it? Um, Skip Bayless is an asshole and stupid. That's the best way to describe it. Um, excuse my language, but yeah. Well deserved. I, I agree with it. No, it's true, but you don't have to say it like that. It's very true. Uh, very true. My bad. Let me be a little more um, politically correct. Skip Bayless' comments. Skip Bayless' comments were um, assholeish, and uh, he shouldn't say shit like that. Is that better? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to speak specifically about him, but his comments were assholes. That's coming from me. I, I mean, the take, taking it from somebody that, like I said, I mean, I, I appreciate everybody's mental health has been, you know, before. I, I don't have no problem with saying this. Like I've had ups and downs with mine as well. Uh, and I feel like a lot of like the like the issues around that comes from like the Dame Boomer generation, like still considering like you know that tough man mentality, where it's like you know boys don't cry, like there's and then like you know in baseball and like all those stereotypes that come about, where it's just like you know you, you're not allowed to show your emotions if you're a man, and then it's like when you get to a certain point where like you feel sad or like you go through something that's really hard. I mean, you watch. Well, I'm not allowed motion because that might, you know, mess everything up, or that might deteriorate my image, man. So, 
my biggest thing is like with my biggest examples like when I lost my grandmother, it was just like like she was like held our families together. And if anybody would have had the nerve and tell me that I'm weak because like my rock just like she left and I didn't get a chance to really say goodbye. I literally might have punched them in the face and committed first degree murder and I would have been happy and content sitting in myself. And that might sound graphic, but that's just pure facts. So, and with Skip Bayless, it's like, I understand that your job is to get hot takes, but let's say if we situation, right? His wife, Ernestine, has been sick for a very long time. Now, if Dak Prescott were to respond by saying, oh, so when Ernestine is going through cancer treatment, I don't want to hear about anything or I don't want to hear anything about her. Where does that put him? That's basically what you're saying. He's the leader of America's football. You're the leader of one of the most, I mean, sport favorite sports commentator shows, even though it's because of Shannon Sharp, not because of your dumb ass, but I digress. I mean, where what would you say to Dak Prescott if he said, oh, your wife has cancer? Dude, suck it up. You, I mean, there's, there's, there's 3.2 billion women out there. Why are you so hurt? And then that's where the issue lies. It's like, don't say stuff for hot takes, bro. Like, humanize people. Athletes are not just entertainers. They're people. And if someone says something about your, how would you feel? Now, people might get mad at me for saying it like that, but, I mean, that's just – that is what it is. How would you feel if Dak Prescott came up to you and was like, oh, your wife is sick? Dude, what, what are you talking about? Suck it up. I mean, th- who cares? You're, you're, you have this sports show. That's exactly what he's saying right there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, remember, the whole reason why he left first take was because they moved to New York and Ernestine's doctor was in L.A., so he wanted to remotely do first take so he could stay close to her. By his logic, right? Yeah. He's like, F it. I'm on the number one talk show in America. America needs me. Forget my will be fine. I'll leave. Correct? Yeah. Yes or no? But it's funny how he left first take, became the talk host on Undisputed, that was happened to be based in LA and they told him you to leave ever so you can stay close to your wife. That you're willing to criticize guy or say, bro, I'm struggling with my men right now because my brother's committed suicide. Skip Bayless has done a lot of crappy things, ass, but hey, that, that takes the cake. Like Hot take or not, whether you believe it or not, I wouldn't allow myself to say that. And even if the producer threatened my job, I'm like, I'm not saying that. That's just me. I mean, honestly, if I was Shannon Sharp, I might not have a job right now. Because if he said that to me on live television, I might punch him in the face for Dak Prescott. Because, I mean, that's that's just – you. how can you, you – here's one thing. You, you never should compare – what you're going through to what somebody else is going through. Absolutely right. He's he's going through stuff, legitimate things, and and the way he his body is is his chemi- his mental chemistry, his biochemistry is set up. That's affected by it, and that's the way it is. And I mean, 
regardless of what the situation is, if that's if that affects him in a bad way, that affects him. So what if he's got millions of dollars in his pocket? So what if he's playing for one of the most recognized teams in the world, let alone the country? So what? His brother committed suicide. His mother three years ago died of cancer. I don't care who you are. You're going to be affected by that. You're going to be affected by that a lot. JT, he's a football player. What are you talking about? They're, they're invincible. They, they don't have emotions. They should just go out and entertain us. That's how they get paid. You know, shut up and throw the ball. Yeah. Like, that sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> that sounds oddly familiar. Oh, sips yeah. tea, but I, I digress. Yeah. I just think it's, it shows that he has a lack of, like, understanding of human feelings. Like, to, to say that you have a close relative or multiple close relatives just die and then there's a global pandemic. You don't have anybody to talk to. You can't just go out and hang out with friends now because everybody's sitting at home. And your thought process is, oh, this guy is weak because he's struggling to deal with um, the tragedies that are going on in his life. That, to me, that just shows that you lack empathy. You don't care about other people's feelings. You just, you know, you're here to do this and you need to play football. You need to be a leader for the team and that's it. You can't show anything. And to, to me, that's just, you know, I, I don't get it. It's really stupid. But, really stupid. Yeah. I, we, or, I think we, we're going to cancel Skip Bayless at this point. That's that that's a, an egregious. I mean, he needs to get educated. Uh, but we'll leave it there. Uh, we'll move on uh, to the playoffs, uh, the NBA playoffs here. Um, Do something that has some everybody. The, the Bulls, uh, not the Bulls, excuse me, the Heat. Gave a gentleman sweep to the Bucks. I, I think Jimmy Butler. I still think the still think the, still think the Bulls. You know, it's hard. Uh, Celtics pulled it out in seven games against the Raptors. Uh, and they'll face off in the conference finals. Lakers pulled a gentleman sweep against the Rockets, while Russell Westbrook's trying to fight with some fans. Wow. And then. Oh, bro, I could have sworn small ball was supposed to give us a big ass problem. Wow, I've got something for you on that. The, it, it helps win. Yeah, but go ahead, JT. Okay, and I'm not going to uh, talk about people. Clippers are probably going to make the make the the, the Western Conference Finals. Nuggets we'll in seven. We'll see. Nuggets in unclear seven. right now. Yeah, let's let's go. Uh, I'm hoping for the Nuggets. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> let me hear y'all's thoughts. Uh, about this previous round and then your predictions for the conference finals? Um, I really, I'm looking forward to Celtics and the Heat more so than the Lakers and whoever they play in the next round. I don't know why, but that, that matchup seems like it's going to be real nice. Don't know who's going to win. We'll see. Um, but I just think overall it's going to be quality games. Hopefully it goes to seven. Um, when it comes to the West, the Lakers, 
uh, it helps when Russ plays like absolute garbage, and oh, no! you have you have Daniel House trying to make no! a house uh, no! inside oh! the bubble with with um, some testers. You know, he was testing out other things instead of COVID in his room. But we're not going to talk about that. I'm going to be nice. I, I want my chance to talk. I just, I y'all, I, like I said, the Lakers were going to lose. I clearly had the Lakers winning in, in six just like you. Stop, 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 stop. I, no, because this was I, I listened to the other podcast, and I want to mm-hmm. say LaVar's words verbatim. Solo. Was. Solo. The Rockets are playing revolutionary basketball. You don't have to stick to history. They can win. They they, they were could. So, but oh, no, no, no. here's the thing. They could it's win. But I did not pick them to right win. Now. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Thank you. It's my turn. You, but turn is like, it? James Harden. James Harden is a top ten player in the NBA right now. He can carry a team. Russell Westbrook. I, I love the way Russell Westbrook. Plays. He can definitely be – they're going to give us problems. Outside of game one, bro. Outside of game one. Okay. What did I think was going to happen? Question. What did I think was going to happen? Oh, Question. Did, did, we both, did we both pick the Lakers to win in six? Did yes, we both man. pick them? Okay, so if I pick the Lakers to win in six, does that mean that, that I believe the Rockets are going to win? Or just because I say they're revolutionary, they're going to win. I picked them to lose. I picked them to lose for a reason because I still think. You picked them to lose. However, I told you the reason why you were picking them for them to be a contender. You said the Rockets were a contender. Lamorris, the Rockets are not a contender. They, they, OKC took them to seven games. And I told you this. told you this. And I told you this. Is that Harden. And the way that the Rockets play basketball would not sustain in the NBA playoffs. But no, Solo was just terrible. He was absolutely wrong because apparently James Harden dropped 60 points in regular season games. Newsflash, these be the playoffs. And when we's in the playoffs, you don't get all those little reeky dink travel calls. You don't get all the fouls. Bro, you I don't picked get the- them to lose. What What are we not missing? I picked them to lose. Uh, in the same this. amount of time that you picked them. JT, you see this? I picked JT, them to lose. You see this? So, Lamorris is trying to pull his best. Uh, what's, the little, what's the dude that be uh, that Stephen A's uh, little co-host? What's his name? Max. Max. Max Killerman. He's trying to pull his Max Kellerman impersonation. So, he's trying to hide behind the fact that he chose the Lakers, but won't acknowledge the fact that the reason why he said that the Rockets were a contender was absolutely proven false. Admit that. Did that's you think – question. No, no, no. I just want to know. Did you? Reason, question. No, no, no. I, I got a question real quick, then I'll, let, I'll answer your question. Could you please answer me this one question, though? So, is the reason why the Rockets were a so-called a contender – was it not their demise? Yes or no? Yes, but I also said live no, by the three, die by the three. I literally said live by the three, die, die by the three every time they play. Okay. I said My- the Rockets can look up. They can either be extremely hot or cold and somehow pull off three, four games. That okay. was my words. No, but but, yeah, but question, Solo. 
reason why Solo? you said it was going to go to six. The reason why you said it was going to go to six. And you didn't expect for these to be blowouts like they were. You expected the Rockets to be fighting tooth and nail in every so, game. So they thought was in game one. I, I didn't expect them to be fighting tooth and nail. But um, question, since the Rockets lost in five, and that makes them non-contenders, are the Bucks not contenders now going forward because they lost in five as well? Okay. Since we're wow. we're going to be, be we're going to be fair, be fair. We're going to be fair. JT's laughing this one up. You're loving it, aren't you? He, he well, I've been it. waiting for the whole podcast for y'all to argue about something. Everyone's been okay. and, and look and look and here's what I'm gonna tell you about that one point right there. And now I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Lamar's little out like he's been using. I'm gonna show you how annoying it is. I did say that they changers, but what did I tell you that their weakness was going to be? I told you that if Giannis couldn't get to the line, and I told you that if Giannis could not drive and dunk the ball, but they were. But here's here's the thing, Solo. Here's the no, thing, Solo. Your your thought process on the Bucks or your viewpoint on the Bucks has not changed. You still thought they were going to be contenders. That's your viewpoint. My viewpoint on the Rockets still hasn't changed. I still see them as a deadly team that could somehow pull off three, four wins in a series. I could still see them getting swept because they go 0 for 26 from the three-point line uh, to end the game. I could still see either one of those happening. I still see them as a better team with, uh, what's his name, as Chris Paul, though, than Russell Westbrook. Here's but, my biggest argument towards what you're saying. And I know there's no proof that you said this, but God is my witness. So I have nothing to fear. But you and I both know when we had our side conversation and our debate is that the biggest thing that you were trying to tell me is that basketball history does not predict what happens in the playoffs. And unless you have a transformative talent, it does not matter what you do. If you have a transformative talent, it doesn't matter. And there's only four in the NBA right now. That's LeBron. That is Kyrie. That Kyrie is, is not a transformative talent. Take him off that list. I'm trying to finish. I'm just trying to finish. Take him off the list. I'm not even going to let you finish until you take him off that list. I'm just trying to finish. Take that's him, KD, him off that list. That's LeBron. That's Kyrie. Take him okay. off the list. Okay. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you five. That's Jokic and I'm going to be as bold to – nah, I'm, I'm not giving it to Kawhi. I'm going to keep it that focus. because he ain't no transformative talent. He just – he is who he is. I'm not giving him that. But I told you, and let, James Harden is not a transformative talent. He – all put, he is – Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. You, Steph Curry, you Steph put Curry, Jokic like, as a transformative talent, Solo? Seven-footer that can shoot the ball, score in the post, and pass. Yes, transformative talent. Him Jokic is even leading his own team right now. Oh, Ron's not his own team in points. Uh, and po he's only leading his team in assists. But what are they doing but without LeBron? Did I say? Did I say points? I said Jokic is not leading his team yeah, right now. Jokic is not leading his team. Jamal leading. Murray is carrying the uh, Denver right. Nuggets right now. Jamal Murray was Jamal Murray was the only reason that the Where? the Nuggets they, made it out of the first round. Yeah, they made it out of there. But you acting like you acting like Jokic was averaging double doubles, Lamorris. And I'm gonna ask you okay. right now, Lamorris. No, 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 no. So why, why are is, is Jamal Murray going off against the Clippers right now? Is Jamal yes. Murray going? Off? Yes. You a 
Well, almost cuts. Ooh, I forgot I had a job. So, you- so Jamal Murray put up 26, 8, and 7 in their last win. That's not going off on him. For, for the Clippers, now he's not putting up 40, 40 a night like he was against Utah because that's a whole different, whole different team. But Jamal Murray is for sure carrying the Nuggets right now. For sure, without a doubt. It wasn't just points, Lamores. I that said points, did. rebounds, and assists. He's doing what's it all. Putting, he is caring. What's Jokic putting up? What's Jokic putting up? 22 and 14. Up? 22 and 14. Oh, oh. So, hold on, hold on. I'm not a math guy. Mm-hmm. I'm, a math guy. I'm not a math guy. But, JT, mm-hmm. let, let, let me just figure this out. Let me figure this out. He averaging four less points, but almost double the amount of rebounds. But he mm-hmm. not helping. Mm-hmm. I, who said he's not helping? I said he's that but no, Jamal Murray, don't put words in my mouth, Solo. I said Jamal Murray <laughs> is carrying the team right now. Jamal Murray is the reason that they're winning the games. He's the difference maker That's in these games, not Jokic. Not Jokic. We're going to get a drink. Y'all, y'all finish this. I'll be back. I am not finished. Unmute him. Like I was saying, so you're going to sit here and tell me that the fact that this man is averaging 2014 is not carrying the team. But Jamal Murray is averaging two more, four more points and somehow he carrying. Explain, please explain that to me. Cause I, I coach and I, I don't understand that how he carrying the team. Explain that. If to you me. look, if you look at when Denver wins games versus when they lose, Denver wins when Jamal Murray goes off. When Jamal Murray takes the team, takes leadership, goes off and takes the reins, not Jokic. Jokic does a tremendous job in facilitating the offense, and he does his job in grabbing rebounds. But carrying the team in the wins is Jamal Murray. You can't change my mind about it. I'm not going to argue. You're wrong. It's Jamal Murray. Fine. Understood. It's okay. To be wrong sometimes, Solo. You're wrong. Well, I'm going to explain why, in a roundabout way, why small ball doesn't work. Um, there's a common misconception that to be successful, you have to do what nobody else is doing. No, that, 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 that's 100% wrong. You have, to be, you have to be better at everybody else than what everybody's doing. There's a reason that nobody does it. You look at Amazon. There's plenty of other retail stores out there. There's plenty of other people. When they started, there was, everybody was doing retail. retail. That's not a new thing. But they did it better than everybody else. And that's why he's a 100 billionaire. Steve Jobs, first person to build a computer, he did it better than everybody else. Nick Saban doesn't run the triple option. Nobody runs triple option for three schools now. He runs the same offense everybody else runs, and he just does it better. He has a coordinator that can do it better than everybody else can. So this this idea that I'm going to do something that nobody else does that's going to make me extremely successful, don't listen to it. That no, there, there, There's a reason that stuff that nobody else is doing never really takes off. 
Pop, say that one more what, time. To, to be fair, to, to be how fair. did the Lakers win this season or this series? Did they put their sitters in or did they revert I'm back holding. to small they ball? They used their height and they They, they, went, to, they no. went to small ball. They went right. to small ball. Outside of Anthony Davis, they didn't. Ball. I'm sorry. They, I'm not, I'm outside not solo. Listen, can, can I talk? Outside of Anthony Davis, the only big that they had out there, they did not play any centers. They didn't play anybody else. They only had Anthony Davis. When they Seven realized after – after game after game one, when they realized that they can't put uh, Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee on the floor and have them guard um, the perimeter, they had to revert to small ball. Granted, we have a big that can play small and actually, you know, defend the perimeter. Now, that's great. Not Perfect. JT. That's, JT. that's amazing. But the, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the full concept... Hold on, Solo. The full, the full concept, the reason that Markeith Morris was starting was because they could not play bigs. They had to go to small. Now, we do small ball better than the Rockets can because we have a quote-unquote big that can actually play in the small ball setting. But we still reverted to small ball. Now, the Rockets just, you know, they, they're not us. I'm, I'm, thank you. I, I appreciate yep. you trying to give your little explanation. And That's fine. He tried, and you try to use the fact that, oh, we have a big that can play small ball. Dude, that's the point. That That's the point that I'm trying to make. It's not, you can't say it's small ball when a seven-foot-one big man is on the court. You can't say it's small ball when a seven-foot-one big man is on the court. It's not small ball. It's, it's, it's just playing not. the paint. He was still posting up mid-range and taking turnaround jumpers for whatever That's reason. Post-game. It's just because it's not late. That's not a post-game. That's um, not a post-game. That's, that's mid-range. Was it back to the basket? Was that's mid-range game. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pulling the basketball. I'm pulling the Shaq basketball trump card right here. That's not mid-range. Mid-range is extended out. If you post up with your back from the block and you turn around and shoot a fadeaway, that is still a post-game. That is basketball logic. I am sorry. But no. Seven if if it was if we were playing small ball, LeBron would be the would be the five. Anthony Davis is seven foot one. You can't classify the small ball when somebody over six ten is out there playing the center. They have Markeith Morris playing the center, actually. But you would know that if you actually watched the games. So my bad. So Anthony Davis yeah. not there. So I just, I just want to know that question. Anthony Davis went out there playing. Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis was out there. Markeith Morris was playing the center position solo. The center position where, Lamorris? The center position where? The center position where? Where, Lamorris? Playing, playing help side D in JT. the paint and their zone defense. And their zone defense. This is what Lamorris considers the five because he won't admit that position in basketball exists. That it doesn't matter if you're playing the quote unquote five, that it's all on height and position, not just like what your like what your position is. So just like you Keith Morris was playing the five. He was guarding their five. Their five is six seven. Six seven. I don't care if he's playing on the backside. That's not how a zone works. You put your two biggest people on the bottom of the block. 
Mm-hmm. So yes, Marquise Morris might have been playing down low, but Anthony Davis was still out there, and he's seven foot one. You're not denying the fact that a seven foot one was out there playing basketball, a small ball. It doesn't work that way. If, if okay, so we'll move on from our reactions to the previous round. To our he's not seven one, by the way. The next round. How tall, How tall is he? Six ten. Oh, so I said, understand. Uh, right. Done, done. Gentlemen, gentlemen, let's move on. Let's let's move on. You're wrong. Who's gonna win? You're wrong. Go to the NBA Finals from these from these teams that are left. The Lakers. Lakers, Celtics for the culture. Lakers Heat because I think the Heat is uh, going to win. But if I'm going for the culture, let's go Lakers, Celtics. This man really. Did. How how are they gonna? I gotta hear this. How are they gonna lose to the Heat? Same way they lost. Same way they lost to the Rockets, right? Same way they lost to the Rockets. I gotta hear this. Oh, he's not what saying he's gonna lose, lose to the lose to, I said no. the finals. He said who's going to the finals? The Lake. He's saying, oh, "Come on now, Solo. Going to the finals. Listen, <laughs> critical thinking. Hey, Solo. over there with your man bun. Open your ears a little bit. Hey, at least I got enough hair to have a man bun. That's I choose thing. not to. There's a difference. I cut. I, that, com- that comment wasn't directed towards <laughs> your feelings. Solo, if I wanted a man bun, I could grow my hair out. Where? <laughs> oh, your chin? The, the same way you grew your hair out. Do you not remember having no hair recently? I remember I cutting say. your hair in college. You're right, Lamore. I'll be honest with you right now. If you grow your hair more than this, this thickness right here, I'll shave my head. <laughs> Don't don't do that. I'm not doing you that. Got a, you got an alien head when you when you when you when you go to zero. Are you, are you serious right now? You're talking you're talking about alien heads. JT was I would exactly. I would know what an alien head looks like. Yeah, I'm about to say like because I might look like an alien, but yours look like a meteor about to crash into Earth. I had surgery, so that's a little. It's, it's, it's just... uh, but it was before you was even you even knew what a daggum head was. That 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 that's not personal. It's not a personal shot. Stop making. Wait, no. I had total cranial reconstruction, sir. Thank you very much. Me and your boy AJ McCarron have the same scar. You know. I mean, it. It. I don't. I mean, AJ McCarron. It actually worked on are you. Are you still okay? Are you going back? Wow. In? Going back in. Wow. Art. <laughs> Somebody took that one. So, with that, we're gonna move on to the petty moment of the week, which I think we just had, but you know. Oh, no, of course not. I got a real good petty moment of the week. All right, y'all y'all go ahead and get started. I got one that we can end on as well. Go ahead, Lamorris, because mine, mine at least deserves to be next to last. This one was – I had a really funny one. Okay. Um, earlier this week – I have a couple of them. And I'm going to start with this one. Earlier this week, there were some IG models who decided to go on a podcast and talk about some wild stories that were, you know, going on in their lives. And I'm going to quote them. Allegedly, um, one of the star wide receivers in the NFL, Odell Beckham Jr., um, enjoys some frisky stuff, um, meaning he likes to be pooped on. Um <laughs> About a nice That's, solid one. Or we're talking about straight liquid here. What are we? What are we talking about here? See, I, 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 I don't want. Not, uh, 
don't bother. I'm talking about like the liquid after you eat corn, like that. <laughs> corn and carrots. The soupy kind. That might explain Dang. those that he's got. That might explain. There's, there's a reason why he's the number two receiver now. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jalen Rose, I, I, I lost it when Jalen Rose went on national television and asked about um, if they heard about the Odell Beckham Jr. story. Um, and, you know, we don't talk about that on national television, but that was crappy reporting, pun intended. Look at him with his little double entendres. Right. I have some more, but I got to find it off of Instagram. Oh, man. But if y'all want to go hop in, uh, I have okay. one from Michael Porter Jr. Oh, okay. Here's one. Here, this isn't my funny one, but here's a here's one. Katie's Twitter fingers actually came in handy this week, believe it or not. Our favorite wannabe greatest player of all time, Paul Pierce, recently tweeted out that if he were in this modern day where the floor was spaced out and he got to shoot unlimited number of monitor threes, he said he would average 50. Mentioned that if you look at this man's like awards picks for this year, like he got every one of them wrong, abysmally wrong. But that's another story. Katie actually made me proud by picking up his phone and retweeting fabrication, by which Paul Pierce really went on a long behind rant talking about that nobody needs to disrespect him again. But like, if we can, can we please be honest? That at the end of the day, you left a playoff game because you had to take a poop. Your 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 Hall of Fame and your your all of that it's all been eradicated. I don't want to hear anything else from you. I'll, I'll go uh, while Morris is looking up his. So, Eric Ebron, uh, tight end. He used to play for the Colts. Now he's with the Steelers. Um, he originally went to uh, UNC Chapel Hill. That will be important later in the story. Uh, he, t he tweeted out when he joined the team, he said, excited about the roles this new team has planned for me. Stay tuned, dot, dot, dot. Sounds like a perfectly normal tweet, right? He spelt roles like the roles you would get from a bakery. Hey man, leave that man alone, bro. No, 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 no. I that's, not, that's not that's not the that's not the story here. Zach Banner, one of his teammates, quoted it and said, "This confirms that the University of North Carolina student athletes did not type their own papers." Hashtag Ebron Baker coming <laughs> soon. Shout out to that one. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. That one was actually pretty good. I don't know how, how petty this one is, but uh, during an interview after the Clippers-Nuggets game, I think it was game um, four when they lost, Michael Porter Jr. came on and uh, 
gave a nice little comment saying that we got a lot of players who can play basketball and score, but we got to get um, some more guys involved. And I'm sure he's talking about um, what's his name between Jokic and Jamal Murray. I think that's wild to say in the middle of a playoff series when you're a rookie, but you know, talk your shit. I'm here for it. You know, get your shots up, especially when uh, you're trying to get a contract when everybody else didn't want to sign you or draft you as a rookie. Hey, hey, it wasn't because he was bad. It was because he was hurt. I mean, it only took him two years to get better. Only two. Hey, but he dropping buckets now. Right. All right. Shout out to Rondo's right. brother also. <laughs> now that's petty. <laughs> so my last, my last petty moment of the one was done by yours truly. I recently time you being honest. So I'm seeing a lot of growth from you right now. Anyway. But pettiness. <laughs> anyway. I recently got into TikTok, okay? Only reason why is because my sister likes, she loves TikTok. So I get on. And you're childish. And and you're childish. Be honest. Because Lamar already knows the backstory to this. Okay. I come across TikTok. Apparently there's like certain like subs TikTok. There's like, you know, TikTok, cartoon TikTok, all this. My dumb tail somehow stumbled on political TikTok. Thank you to the TikTok algorithm. Okay. That, That was just perfect. Thank you so much. So I come across this like five second or like it's probably like a 30 second clip from a black conservative uh, talking about how if basically the gist of the video will, if you're not a police officer, you're not allowed to criticize them. Okay. You're not allowed to criticize the police unless you're police. That was his logic. Cause he said like a bunch of people will, slander police but they won't become police so technically if you're not police you're not allowed to say anything right so you know me it's got nothing this comment this comment session is nothing but people agreeing with them so you know i have i have to be petty so i go in and i simply say huh that's bs so are we using this logic for all jobs period okay now i want you to remember that logic in what I said on my comment okay because this is where I wrote this 17 year old kid or I think he was 18 for legal purposes he was an 18 year old kid this is why I reel him in okay where I reel him in so he winds up he winds up making a stupid comment and I'm saying I wind up saying hey very soon hey Kelly Oh, she can't hear me? No, she's already up the stairs. Oh, my bad. Okay. But, yeah. So, I get somebody that replies to me, right? He says that, you know, oh, you're just a teacher. You just give out assignments. Like, you know, your job isn't dangerous, right? So, I get into a jousting back and forth with him, and I'm just like, you're still not comprehending what I'm trying to say through my joke. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a teacher. You can't tell me anything. He's like, I'm not going off of the guy's logic about what's going going your logic, saying that teachers are more dangerous than police jobs. And I said, I'm going to tell you one more time, my man. Like, you're falling right into my trap. You're really, you're proving my point about if you have an opinion, 
Like you can have an opinion whether you're that proficient or not. Say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Man, uh, don't disrespect police officers and firefighters. My last thing that I had to say to him, that one, I didn't bring firefighters into it, but I would like for you to point out that you're arguing with the about being a teacher. Well, logic to that you so happily, you talk to me about being a teacher because you know what? You've been one. So either you disagree with the logic that's on the video or you realize that you're a dumbass and that the guy that's speaking about is also a dumbass. I can't reply yet. So I'm just going to take it as that I won that petty argument. Yeah. But Imagine being a 30-year-old and having an argument with a teenager and thinking that's okay. <laughs> thinking that's it's okay. Funny. <laughs> it's funny to me. I, lo I love, you know, you know me. I love confrontation, especially like when I just get to mess with people because like people are getting all up in arms about this. And I'm just like, but wait, you're defending the guy that said, if you aren't police, you can't argue. But I'm a teacher. So you can't tell me if it's harder or not because you've never been a, a teacher before. I, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I see, where, I see where you're coming from. Uh, any more uh, petty moments? Uh, if not, uh, I have, I have a gift for y'all. I have a gift for you too. Um, I know how you two love to laugh at my expense. Uh, would you both agree with that? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So. So I, I've got something here that you can you can laugh at my expense, and there'll be a show and tell portion in a second. So uh, Friday night we had a bye week. So uh, as solo, you're well aware when when you have a, a weekend night, you don't have a game you have to be at. You have to provide husbandly duties and go do things you don't really want to do. I was about to say like this. Not, is not, a, no, 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 no. This, this is a, this is a G-rated podcast. Hey, podcast. No, 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 no. I'm not even podcast, bro. Ooh. I don't want to hear about you, that. <laughs> you have to go do things you you wouldn't do normally. Uh, so there's this in uh, Sandy Springs called painting with a twists. Somebody got lit and started painting. Yeah, you, you drink, you start painting, and you do trivia. Uh, they were doing a Harry Potter one, uh, so Kelly, uh, Kelly, and my sister and her roommate were very keen on me going with them, and so I did. Uh, only got one trivia question wrong, only one wrong. So, uh, shouts to that. Uh, but I wanted to show y'all my painting so you guys can laugh at it and uh, and and point out all the bad things about it. Are you ready? You ready? I, I definitely am. We're ready. I can't, I can't wait to see this. I really. Okay. Outside of the fact that it's like you got the shading correct, it looks like it was done by a fourth grader that was eating Snickers at the time. I mean, the building isn't terribly bad. The well, other that's, stuff. That's because they had a. Uh, they had. They. They had. They sketched the. The. Uh, the border of the building for me already. Wow. Oh, so you wow. just wow. had to you color between the lines. <laughs> okay, JT. They literally had the oh, outline, but that was it. They didn't have anything else. Like, like all the painting and all the all the extra lines in here. That was that's all all me. JT, your clouds look. Okay. 
shots. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know, I know it's awful. I, I, I want to hear all of it. Well, it's not as awful as that cloverleaf behind you sitting on the wall. <laughs> it's not that bad, yeah. Yeah. That still hasn't been flipped you, upside down for being in distress for almost losing the Duke, but we're not going to have that conversation now, are we? I, 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 will, I will make you all a deal when we're, oh. we're talking about that right now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If this has anything to do with Notre Dame having a positive season, I will take that and I'll bet my house on it. Let's go. What do you got for me? If, if Notre Dame does not make the ACC championship – I will never I will never pick them to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, make win the national championship ever again. That's can get this a little bit more sweet, don't you? I feel like if they don't make the ACC title game. You have to take a, a, a sort of Notre Dame memorabilia that you own currently, that currently, and you have to destroy it. No, no, that's that's. Uh, he's that's chicken. Bad. That's different. He's that's chicken. Different. He's chicken. He's no, chicken. I'm, I'm not, that, that makes me a bad fan if I do that type of stuff. That's, 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 so you're scared. Right? That makes me a bad man. So you're scared. Like, title. So you have nothing to be worried about. You have nothing to be worried about. You have nothing to be worried that, about. No, but still. Morris <laughs> isn't going to bet burning one of his Braves jerseys if they don't make it make it to the NLCS. Because he knows they're not going to make it there. Like, that's, that's obvious. Like, we know Whoa. this. Whoa, our offense put up a record 29 uh, runs just this past week. I, I don't put anything past them right now. So, But, Lamoris, you wouldn't do that, would you? I would, but you that's would. because I, I have Braves jerseys on deck. So uh, we, we got faith. Which, <laughs> I got which, faith. Which Braves jersey have, are you talking about? I don't have a like that. I don't have, like, 10 Notre Dame jerseys up in my room. Okay, then how about this, then? Then how about this? Then how about this? If you, if, if, if they don't make the ACC title, if they don't make the ACC title, you have to get on the podcast for a straight, solid four sessions, and you have to say with, with absolute honesty that no is the most overhyped team in American sports. Every time the podcast opens, I can't say they're the most overhyped. No, 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 no. They are for sure the most overhyped. Overrated. In terms of in, in terms of rankings, they are beyond overhyped. Someone sound, but somebody. Now you ain't destroying nothing. You just got to get on. You just got to get on the podcast and tell the truth. You just got to get on the podcast and tell the truth. You scared? I'll say it once. Three times, minimum. Three times. Once. Three times. So, so do we all agree that Notre Dame is like the equivalent of Tennessee or Texas A&M in the SEC? <laughs> Man, I was going to say Oregon Georgia State now. We haven't done that. Hey, I was going to say Oregon State in the Big 12, but, you know, that's none of my business. Oh, 
mean, y'all, y'all are about average or above average in terms of the middle over the road teams. I know. I but mean, like, don't play anybody. If you went to the Mountain West, you could be in the conference championship all the time if you were in the Mountain West, you know? Okay. Okay. I mean, or, hey, or, or Conference USA. Just, or, just pull. Or, or the MAC. Or the MEAC. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I apologize. But it seems like, Lamar, it seems like he's too chicken to have to say three times because he already knows his team's fate. Well, if I, I mean, say it like, once, what difference does it make? If I say it, why do I have to it's say it? It's pure time. satisfaction that you have to get <laughs> on three times and you have to say it. That's all that we care about right now. We don't care that you have to say it one time. We know one time is good enough. It's just the fact of making you say it three times at the beginning of the podcast. But if you was a real man, you take that bet. I'm just saying. I'm giving you, you one. You, I, that's more than I started with with this conversation here. Man, thanks, Lamar. JT, are you, JT, are you having more doubts about your team now? Golly, are you I mean, coming to the realization that y'all <laughs> just aren't that good? I mean, it's only Duke, JT. Come on, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I'm, saying, all I'm saying is I know that my team can find a way to disappoint me, just like Georgia teams in the championship games can do that too. But Dang. Or at least we don't get don't blown out 41 to – what was the score? 41-14? Nah, no, no. Chop 50. We're going to 50. 50. Oh. 50. Ooh, JT. Loss is a loss. Bad. It doesn't matter how oh. bad you lose. You still lost. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Because if you, was close, if you lose within, like, if you lose within 10, you were supposed to be there. It just wasn't your night. If you get blown out by over 30, that just means that you might have just played the D2 championship game against Valdosta, and you still might have lost that, too. So, remember that when you talk. We're not ready to have that conversation, are we? We're not ready to have that conversation, are we? You're, going, ready to have that you're conversation. out of pocket now with this one, man, saying that they would have lost to Valdosta State. But <laughs> You're out of pocket. You're not ready for that conversation. Hey, hey, I'm letting you know right now. If they would have played, if they would this national t- the national title year, Notre Dame would have lost by a touchdown out Austin, and I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking that, to that, that. I can't, I can't see that, man. That you're, you're, you're out of pocket with that, with that one there. You had three guys team on the receiving core, three to- three guys. Well, sorry, not three guys on the receiving core. But you had three guys from team go to the. I'm 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 struggling to figure this out. I don't believe Notre Dame had any, outside of their quarterback who went to the Browns and only started seven games, but nobody else outside of there did anything. But that's just me. Hale's still in the league. He's with the Saints right now. Oh, hey, shouts out to him. He actually got married to a girl that he saw first. That's that's nice. That's that's really Your nice. Your safety had a long career in the league. Uh, what was his name? Zibikowski. Oh, you wouldn't know what they all have in common right now? They're also not com- – they're also like you, and they're not confident to say that their team is going to make the ACC championship. So, coming back to the conversation, are you going to make the bet or are you going to chicken out? That's all. I'm going to, I'm going to give are you one. That's, that's what I'm agreeing to, one. He's chicken. He's chicken. Chicken. He yeah, won't he say what it difference does I'm making the one for? I'm agreeing to one and saying that, that 
How about this then, JT? We'll meet in the middle. You say I said, we said four. Let's, at least, let's do two. Let's just do two. And just let, and let you have to suffer the agony of having to say it more than once. What do you have to lose? They're going I'll to make the ACC. Two. Fine, I'll give you two if they don't make the ACC championship. Cool. I'll sweeten the pot. If Alabama doesn't make it to the SEC title game, I'll say the Nick Sanders coach alive. I mean, it won't that's because we know that's, that's not true, but. <laughs> don't patronize me. Don't, don't do that. that. That's disrespectful. Right. I mean, I can't wait till Bryce Young actually steps foot on the football field. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be like, that's like, fused, that's like if Tua and Jalen had a that was actually over 6'3", because he's six foot three and a quarter, that can run, but is still super accurate with the ball. It was nice knowing you, Mac Jones. But yeah, thank you for making that bet. Um, Lamoris, we got this on film. Let's make sure that we don't forget this. They're definitely not making the ACC title game. They're definitely not making, when they used to, when they lose to North Carolina, I'm going to go insane. I'm gonna go insane. <laughs> They're losing to Pittsburgh. I'm calling it right now. They're losing, They're losing to Pittsburgh. They're losing to Pitt. They're going to lose to Virginia. And they're going to – so what's his name? To – uh, dang, I forgot the team I just said. Dead gummy. North Carolina. You might, yeah, they're losing to North Carolina. That, like, those losses right there. So they're predicting to lose Virginia. to a team that almost lost to Georgia Tech last year with Virginia. That, that's, that's last year. We're, we're in this That's year all right we got to go off of. No. Most recent history. We had a game play. We see what y'all are like right now, and uh, Ian Book looks terrible. Yes, he does. So. You're right. He does. Ian Book may even on the football field because they can't, they can't follow guidelines, but, you know. Ian Book has me believing I could go still play quarterback in uh, in college. For real. He got me. If he can do it, hell, I. That's a stretch right there. You're, 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 you're. JT, JT, this man, when I tell you that this man's only move yesterday was chucking the ball up and praying to God that it went to a receiver. That, that's all he did yesterday. No, I agree with that. But for you to say that you could go out there and be just as good as him, that, that's, that's too much. So you're telling me all I have to do is take a three-step drop and throw it in the direction of my best receiver in order to be, to be considered Ian Brooke right now. That's what you're telling me. I think I can do that. I think Lamores can do that. I think you can do that. No, I can't. Do I think that. I can go get it. I can't, I can't throw the ball. I, I can't <laughs> do that. Let's, let's, let's be real. We, we've seen this. You've, you've seen me throw a football. It's not, it's... I'm not. See, I'm not. No, no, no. This is just to prove they, my point. You can do it. I believe you, JT. All right, we're going to end it there. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your continued support. Stay safe out there. Y'all heard it here. Oh, we just got started. I know. We just got started with the bashing session. Don't end.